You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Good evening. If you're watching this for the first time live tonight, it's probably Thursday, June 8th. However, we are recording this in the past after we just spent an inordinate amount of time together. <laughs> we know each other's darkest secrets. We really do. That was uh, that was a long week of uh, social interaction uh, amongst the six of us. Kate killed a guy. I didn't say so. who or where. It's going to be really hard to track down, uh, you know, with no further information. We were all over the country. <laughs> he, was just, he was just asking for change. <laughs> Kate, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I'll steal this right from Skit. She turned to me and she said, watch this. <laughs> and she really took care of that guy. Can't help I'll never it. forget it. <laughs> Everywhere I go, you need to <laughs> someone. It's, it's not a glass cannon live trip if someone doesn't kill somebody. Kate specifically doesn't kill somebody. Right. It okay. it's just known murderer. Kate's gonna die in LA. No <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> uh fun week though. We had a, a fun week in uh if you've been if you've been watching or catching up on the uh the pods or the videos, we were in St. Paul and Asheville. We just had a great time and uh we really did spend a lot of time together, um, which was so much fun. And uh we were we were lamenting the fact that now uh, a few days after being back, we're still exhausted um from these trips. Uh and uh here we are again playing this game. <laughs> Here we and are laughing. Again. And we laughing. We love laughing. We've been laughing for like eight days straight and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I can still hear the laughter. You um, ever laugh so hard you just like don't want to fucking laugh anymore? Yeah. yeah. That's why me. I've always got room for more laughter. Uh, <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, I think, think he so. does. Instead of a gun. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Well, we said it. I mean, uh, it, we laughed. I mean, not only on mic and during the shows, but a whole lot off mic, too. <laughs> it was a lot of laughing. A lot of laughter. We had a really good time. At least uh, I did. Do you think you get years of your life back um, through the power of laughter? No. Any time no. back? <laughs> it felt like being tickled involuntarily when we were out at that, like, southern food place really late. And you yes. were, like, really tired. Oh, my God. But, like, God. on another level. Like, it just, you wouldn't stop. Oh it was so hilarious. <laughs> I died multiple times. <laughs> that was and funny. Then, and then when Kate, we were laughing so hard at dinner, you would have thought that we were on drugs. We were yeah. not. We were, like, completely sober. We maybe had one drink each, but it was, we were just I having. I say completely <laughs> okay. sober. Oh, I think that's a big <laughs> stretch but when we got back but we, we were, were like, not on funny drugs that's for sure yes not on funny drugs but we were laughing so hard and then when kate and i got back to the hotel we were we were like laughing walking down the hallway we got into our room like giggling and then we found out that matthew and skid were directly below us the room like directly below us and me and kate 
obviously screaming in our room, just go, do you think, do you think Matthew can hear us? And then we started <laughs> running around the room, stomping around the room, like cackling, laughing. so late. <laughs> we just get, we just get a text from Matthew, a very somber text that goes, yes, I can hear you. <laughs> dying laughing. We just started cackling. Uh, it was too much fun. Too much fun. We that just said it was really great, but it had no uh, out. Like we had no windows that opened to the outside. Oh yeah. So every yeah. room opened into like the center, the kind of center. You know, it was a atrium. very weird thing. So every room opened to the center because at the front desk, I got there first, and she was like, "Would you prefer a lower floor or a higher floor?" And I was like, "Give me the higher floor. Like I want to see the sights." <laughs> And I got up to the top floor, like top floor, and just like shunk, and it was just like the <laughs> elevator I had just walked out of. What I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it was, this, it this was, just points directly back into the building. What is the point of being? I up think here? it was a historical building, so it was very cool. It was yeah. a very cool building. It was an old like threshing, like they made it was an old thresher company. But they, yeah, they didn't have any out. They didn't really have it. It was a warehouse, so they didn't really have any windows facing outward. So yeah, yes, I could hear you especially well as you're. Shouts and murmurs echoed down the center atrium, as could everyone else in the hotel. <laughs> uh, okay, they knew we were having fun. It was a good time, um, but now the fun is over, because we are it's, back to playing it's, remotely. It's, really, uh, it's however, just not as good. Well, it's just not as good. The reason I bring it up is this could very well be the last remote playing of Strange Aeons for a long time, wow. because after tonight, it is returning to just being a tour show. Uh, I can't believe you said that out loud. I said it out loud. Because it's a lie. <laughs> it's, it's, a lie. it's just returning to, to a tour show uh, because it's it's time. We have to switch gears. Uh, Gatewalkers is, is is not coming next week. Um, we have some some other plans for the, uh, the weeks leading up to the release of the new Last Cannon podcast. But as we are shifting gears, we need to uh, fully focus on that and then have Strange Aeons uh, remain the tour show. Now, that doesn't mean there might not be some some marathons down the line. We always had fun. I mean, some of the best shows we ever did were those uh, three days in a row, eight-hour Strange Aeon shifts. Um, but the plan right now is for Strange Aeons to, uh, to go back to the tour as we gear up for the release of the new show and we gear up for recording in the same room together all the time. All the time. Every All single day. Very, yes. very exciting. Every single day. Kate has quit her job, uh, as has Sydney, and Matthew has retired. I don't even live in my house anymore. I moved into the studio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kate and mm-hmm. I now have little bunk beds at the studio. And you're banging on the floor, yelling yeah. at the businesses below us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> banging on the floor. Can you hear us? Hey, please, please stop. <laughs> this is a library. I feel like I just got used to understanding how to play my character and now we're only going to play every once in a while i'm going to forget again you'll forget nope. everything between Oops. every show nope. uh, or maybe you'll die. well speaking of which that was one of the really cool things about the marathons is like even though the even though they were remote remoteness at that time was also a novelty right so like we had yeah. we were always playing it together so playing it remote you know gave us something new to do so that was kind of fun but then also playing for like four or five hours at a time, like two days in a row, you remember so much story. You remember so much detail. You're so in the zone of your character. If we had so much fun doing that, I'm sure there's going to be more Strange Islands marathons in our future. Was that book two that we opened? Yeah, because it was like COVID. We did three days straight of book two. I mean, my God, my father's Mr. Toots came out of that. Like that was that whole weekend, uh, 
I, that wasn't even extra life. That was like an, an August uh, yeah, thing we did. August. So, you know, they're always fun to do. Uh, I'm not making any promises, but uh, the next show after this will be live in Los Angeles at the Terragram Ballroom. And then two days later, uh, we're, we're practically sold out in Seattle at the Triple Door. And then after that, uh, it's Gen Con and then all the rest of the shows that we will announce. So Strange Aeons uh, is uh, – is is not going anywhere. It's just not going to be uh, a weekly show on Twitch for the foreseeable future as we gear up for the new Glass Cannon podcast. But let's talk about tonight's app because I'm wasting airtime bullshitting here. A lot went down in uh, the Twin Cities and especially Asheville. Um, I just want to do a quick recap. Um, very, very quick. So... You've been exploring the Lunar Prison. You're looking for the Yellow King. Well, turns out uh, the Yellow King is in solitary confinement on the second floor of the western portion of this Lunar Prison. So after you uh, dispatch with uh, Orsifelius, this uh, janitor slash umbral dragon slash torture machine creator, um, you start searching around and you find the solitary confinement room where the Yellow King is. And he explains to you, that a denizen of Lang named Weirale came into the caravanserai and abducted him. Abducting him, abducted him with a bunch of denizens of Lang. And you know this, when you came to the caravanserai, you killed like six of them. Abducted him, took him to the moon, and then left. And that she knows you all, or certainly Atticus and Aldo, and has been following you uh, ever since you killed her in the crypts below Iris Hill. Of course, denizens of Lang, when they die, their bodies just reform on Lang. It seems that she also sent the Bloodwind after you, that boat with Captain Vadrak when you were looking for the tricorn hat uh, as one of the gifts for the mad poet. So she's after you. Why? You don't know. How does she know you? You don't know. But the Yellow King is like, we gotta go. But Suki is like, mm, uh, something's not right here. My long lost love, I thought he was dead. It seems like he maybe did something to try and prolong his life by projecting his consciousness to the dreamlands and then got imprisoned. You don't really know what's going on, but it seems like he was imprisoned here or his con- unconscious mind was imprisoned here and he was tortured to death. And his screams now echo through the chambers of the western half of the lunar prison through this strange torture device. So seeking answers. You turn into a fly, you go upstairs, and you run straight into these twin moon hags. Now, you found out about these moon hags because on the first floor of the western side of the prison are a bunch of cells. One had a crazy woman in it. The other had an equally crazy woman, but someone that you've heard about, Calvetta Bricks, a big game hunter from Galarian who got tired of chasing game in the Verduran Forest and instead went to the Dreamlands to fight crazy Dreamlands gang. Kill them. And fetch prices. But she did something that got her in prison. She's like, just save me, please. They're, they're, these twin hags are taking people upstairs. They're torturing them. Save me. And you're like, all right, come on. The fight begins. She takes off. The moon hags blast you with this psychic energy that we flash to the boat and we see Atticus twitching, blood coming out of his nose. As the fight goes on, we see Suki twitching, blood coming out of uh, Ethel's ears. Every time you're being hit, your bodies are now being affected on the boat. Is that something about the lunar prison that's doing that? Is it something about the moon hags? Is it something about Arknar, the moon beast that is taking over the prison? 
you don't know, but Calvetta Bricks was the first one to put it in your head that like things don't work the way you think they work all the time. So you don't know. You defeat the moon hacks and you're like, we got to get out of here, but there's still one more door we got to check. So you go in there. It's empty. Musical instruments hanging everywhere. And you're ready to just call it quits, but you detect magic, a magical signature that you can't quite place. You look on the wall. There's no instrument radiating magic. You realize it's the wall itself. The wall is an illusion. The wall has been hollowed out so that you could just float away. What does this mean? Who knows? You get the hell out of there. As you're running away, you see a blood splatter on the ground. Some of you realize, oh, that blood splatter is Kelvetta Bricks. Looks like she didn't get very far. Then Yath Kef, the moon beast that you made a deal with. You met him on the eastern side. He's the original warden. It's like, listen, you want the Yellow King? Kill Arknar. You can have the Yellow King, and I'll throw in a, a set of steak knives. <laughs> but instead, you just try to abscond with the Yellow King. And so now you're like, great. Now we got to fight Yath Kef again. All of a sudden, Yath Kef stands up, splits in half. And Arknar, the other moon beast, appears playing the moon saxophone. He goes on to tell you, first of all, thank you. Thank you for luring this idiot Yathkef out, because now they're dead and I can take over the prison. So thank you for that. Also, I need my two prisoners back. Two prisoners? What are you talking about, Arknar? We just met the Yellow King. And Eris. What? Well, look at Eris. Eris didn't know what's going on. He explains. Doesn't she? Doesn't she? Roll a bluff. (laughs) Arknar explains that they would often, the moon hags and uh, themselves, they would range around the world looking for possible prisoners. And one of these ranging trips took them to Sarnath. The city that was destroyed when Bokrog rose from the deep to uh, try and uh, take the doom idol of Ib. Remember that whole thing? And uh, while searching the ashes, they find a perfectly undecomposed body. Eris. For Eris died there, as did most of you. They cast talking corpse and find out that Eris did some horrible things. Back in Galarian experimented with magic and got trapped in the dreamlands. You're like, awesome, you're coming with us. Throw her in the lunar prison and then all of a sudden she disappears. All that's left behind are planks of wood from a boat and the skeletal remains of a human man. And then the saxophone music kicks in. And here we are. Roll for initiative. Oh, Oh, Jesus. We don't get to talk. There's no... The time for talking is over. It's been five days since Asheville, and I have not received a single text. Uh, If you want to talk, call me on my day off. (laughs) You're not gonna. You're not gonna pick up. That's so true. (laughs) Uh, Aldo, what did you get? Uh, I got a nineteen. Nineteen for Aldo. Atticus, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Suki, twenty-six. Eris. 23. 23. Ethel. 27. 27. I read this recently, and I might be misremembering it, but when the enemy ties the initiative of the PC, the enemy always goes first. And when the PCs tie, the PCs decide 
who goes first. Of course, this is just a rule. You can change it. And I might be misremembering it. Let's talk about the stakes here. Not that uh, boneless ribeye I have in my freezer. The real stakes. You need to get out of here with the Yellow King. You've got to get the Yellow King back to the caravanserai. You can't just wake up and expect him to, to go with you. That's not how it works. Maybe you can just wake up, though, if you can ensure he has a way of getting out. I would even say, uh... I would even say, yeah, at the beginning of the fight, maybe he's like, Oh, you, you say this, uh, uh, Shantak still here. I, perhaps I can, I can run uh, to the landing pad. I remember the way when Wei Raleigh brought me in. I can run there and, and I could, I could maybe take it back uh, to the caravanserai if it will listen to my pleas. And, and, and then you can either just destroy this thing, uh, wake up on your own or, or, or even die in its hands. Then, 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 then either way, meet me back at the caravanserai and, and then together I will take you to the mad poet's oasis. What say you? Should I run? Somebody take the somebody take the yellow guy. I'll hold off the moon beast. Yes, but wait, wait a moment. Alternatively, I, go, I could take the yellow guy, and you could hold off the moon beast. You decide. When I say go, run. You say it to Ethel. No, I say it to the yellow king. All right, all right. yes. Then good luck. And when it's his turn, he may very well run. Someone well, should go with him. I'm sorry. So I thought we, we if we died here now, yeah. we would die for real, and that we can't wake up from here. Is that we don't hundred percent know yet. We know that in the prison that was the case. Maybe when we get out the walls, it's different. We don't okay. know for a hundred percent. It's possible if you're on the moon and die, you permanently die. We yeah, just don't, we don't know really the rules. Know. So, but but I feel, and Atticus feels. I always feel this way though. Uh, so tell me to shut up. They're like, we can't beat this guy. I think the whole objective here is to escape with the Yellow King. Yeah, yeah. metagaming you know. wise. Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, even not metagaming, we got our asses handed to us by the exactly. last moon beast. Yeah, yeah. and he asses. just emerged from his brother. In front yeah, of he also us. called yeah, Yafkef yeah. an idiot, and yeah. that idiot whooped our butts. Yeah, whooped our butts. And, you know, speaking for Atticus right now, remember, he is stupefied. And is flat checking oh. every single spell. Oh, yeah. So right. it's just, it's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I could put up a meat wall right now so that we could run. Me too. But I'm all out of meat walls. Yep. I'm, all, I'm out of my best spells too. Because it's also, just like. Who and, are you? <laughs> I don't even to, have time for this. Uh, I'm here to kick ass and put up meat walls. And I'm all out of meat walls. Well, this is a difficult thing because, I mean, I was thinking about this. And, I mean, from Aldo's point of view, with the evidence we have, she killed my best friend. Yeah. So what am I or supposed s- to do in this moment? Or so you the know? moon beast would have us believe. But, I mean, that's the best evidence that I have right now. So, right? Yeah, but, I mean... Yeah, well, I mean, you got You got to do you. But in the heat of the moment, this thing's going to try to kill us, I think. Yeah. This is tricky. Going back to what Skid said, you don't know this information that Calvita Bricks gave you. You don't even know the cutaway scene that I gave you, that Atticus's nose was bleeding and Ethel's ears were bleeding. You know, you can use that information however you want. You can, if you want to metagame, play that. All you know is that the seed has been planted in you, that maybe the rules are different. 
but you don't know why. Is it being within the walls of the lunar prison? Is it being on the moon? Is it just against certain enemies? It is, a mag- is it a magic that permeates certain areas? You're not sure. However, can you run? Let's go to the map. Let's go to the map like adults and see what we can do here. Um, oh, same map. Same map. You were running away. Let's take a look at old Arkham. Oh, my God. We have a head start. <laughs> <laughs> he looks nice and friendly in this picture. Just like a little, just a little guy. Yeah, he's so like, crushing Baker Street? Is that what you <laughs> See, I thought this actually was a joke, but now apparently Arknar is a has, bard. Yeah. Oh, which is probably really dangerous oh, for us. Yeah. Actually. He says, any requests? <laughs> yeah, leave us alone. I know Baker Street. <laughs> it's funny because Yavkev looked so intimidating, and yet he was the one who was much nicer and softer, and Arknar is playing a beautiful instrument, and he's like, uh, it's even scarier. He's like, I'm going to murder you in cold blood. Yeah, I could easily switch these pawns. Only one you know what he looks like, book. Troy? He's a complete monster, obviously, and not, <laughs> and not and not human at all. But I get like Sigmeyer of Katarina vibes from him. <laughs> there is a bit of where you're kind of like night in them, yeah. where you're kind of like this guy's harmless. Like he looks, he's so he's so sweet. He's, he's so just cute. sitting there playing his sax. You know, if this was if we met him first and didn't know he was an enemy, we'd be like, oh, cool. And then he'd just like slay us because we'd uh, let our defenses down. I think I he like looks- to think that his tentacled head is like a hand that can open up, and it's just a horror underneath. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like horrible nightmares. I'm forgetting now because it's been it was a long trip. But did we compare him to the the keyboard player at Java's Palace? We did, and we misnamed him, I think. <gasps> oh, I saw... Did you get a text from Rob Kirkovich? I No, I didn't. Was <laughs> he like, uh, I'm out on Star Wars. I'm out. <laughs> Are you thinking Max Rebo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who we said. <laughs> the Max Rebo band. Was it Droopy McCool? He was one of the... Wait, the... yes, it oh. is. Droopy McCool. The flautist sounds like you're yeah. just making things. You're up just right making. That. <laughs> it know, does sound what, like I'm making that that's up. That's what every name that George Lucas made up. That's what it fucking sounds like. <laughs> From the mind of famed He's writer a big George bearded Lucas. baby. Oh uh, look up. I don't want. I can't put a Star Wars image up on screen. So just Google Droopy McCool, and that's exactly what this thing looks like. <laughs> Question. Yes. How far away is our moon beast? He's the oboe player of the Max Rebo band, not the keyboard player. Max Rebo is the keyboard player. Sorry, I apologize. It used to be Droopy McCool and the The Coolettes. The tiniest woodwind. I googled and you guys are right. (laughs) Um, How far away is the moon beast that Yellow King wants to run to? And what does Arknar... Arknar... Um, what does he want? (laughs) Wait, so what you're asking is how far is the Shantak from the Yellow King? Um, I would say... He's about 500 feet away or so. Okay. Maybe more. I think it was like a... For some and reason, I feel like it was a mile. I'll look it up. What Do we does... Have to, sorry, go ahead. What does Ark, Arknar... I, I keep wanting to say it in an Australian accent. Arnar. Um, <laughs> what does he want? Does he just want to kill us or does he want like his prisoners? He wants his prisoners like he, and we can't let him have them. We just can't. Yeah, he wants you and the Yellow King back, but also like it doesn't seem like he's going to be like, all right, thank you. 
good. We made a good trade. Enjoy life off yeah, of the moon. Yeah, I mean, it's what you would do. What you want to do, Iris? Like, if you're like, I'll turn myself in to save my friends. Feel free. But like, <laughs> I I get the sense that we have to take the Yellow King with us. Yeah. So like, we're stuck. We're we're locked in. Does the Yellow King have to run past Arknar to get to the? No, it's behind dinosaur? us. It's Look at the behind yeah. you. If you yet, we, if we, you let the Yellow King go and the Yellow King can talk. Sybil into flying him, then you've just got to stand and defeat this thing. And the Yellow King may be able to get away. And then if you can wake up, if he's able to take the Shantak and you wake up and come back to the Caravanserai, hopefully he'll be there. Yeah. That's what he's telling you. But, uh, you know, it's All tricky. Right. All right. I think it makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. If someone can go with him, make sure, you know, he doesn't try any funny business. I would volunteer, but I don't think you want me to. I really don't think it matters. I, I truly don't think he's... I never got a vibe of, like, deceit or, like... He's just, like... He's, like, a a, a fraction of a consciousness. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he kind of only exists to give you this information. Like, he's not really a self-thinking politician or something that could turn on us. The uh, the landing pad is a mile away. All right. Uh, Suki just says to the Yellow King, When you get to Sybil, just mention that you know Tonka Marmalade. She should understand and take you back. Also, the impossible lasagna. He gives you a knowing thumbs up. <laughs> knowing thumbs up. I don't, think he, very don't think he knows. All right. Are we <laughs> ready to dance or it's, what? Are it's we doing time this? to dance. Yeah. And okay. for the first time in the history of not only the show, but the network, Joe goes first. <gasps> Whoa. Yes. Wait, really? Is that the first time? First yes. time ever. It, ever. Feel, it always feels like it. As soon as he uh, said the enemy ties, I was like, you tied me. Well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you tied um, me. Okay. Gah! Obviously, there's a lot of things to do here. I'm not 100% sure what is right. So I'm just going to do role-playing wise. And I don't feel like the Yellow King, he's the most valuable. And I don't think he can just get away. I feel like he's this guy's going to prioritize the Yellow King. So Atticus, when he says, wait until I say, Atticus is going to reach into his belt draw out a wand and he just whips it around and touches the yellow king and makes him invisible and he casts oh, invisibility oh on the shit king. okay all right okay. very cool and then he's like now go run joseph marie o'brien that was a clutch a niche yeah holy crap um all right so the yellow king is invisible okay uh wand two actions to john Wand, two actions to John, and that gives him that for 10 minutes. So he he has to go to a pretty good jog. (laughs) As long Uh, as he's jogging. As long as he's jogging and the ground's relatively flat. Um, Yeah, he hasn't eaten in weeks. I'm sure he'll have the uh, energy. (laughs) I can do this. Can you run to a 10-minute mile, Yellow King, on no food and uh, complete silence? Silence torture? I will say you all have uh, a bottle cap to start the session. Uh, Yay. Oh, thanks. The show. thanks, good buddy. The show still follows the old ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Ethel, you are up, um, and I am excited. Okay. Uh, Ethel is going to stride up to this guy. <laughs> Ethel, I mean, seriously, for just a mercenary, is so willing to put himself at risk. Just real bold He has character. nothing to live for. I also want, I also really care about my Yelp review. <laughs> Please don't let rate me one star on Google. 
Um, okay, double <laughs> slice. Okay, um, so that's going to be no natural 20s, sadly. Uh, but oh, man, a, that would end this. Oh. Uh, that's going to be a 38 on the Warhammer and a 29 on the Scimitar. Uh, that is going to be a hit and a miss. <gasps> 29 is a miss. You heard it here first, folks. Oof. Okay, uh, that'll be do 17 points of damage from the Warhammer. Okay, and what type of damage is that? That's bludgeoning? Bludgeoning. Perfect. It appears that all goes through. Oh, right. They have DR. Wait, I forgot all the things we learned. They're immune to cold. I'm 90% sure. Yes, you used a cone of cold, I believe. Uh, Which is the only one I didn't use in the bloody twin combat. So have that ready. <laughs> <laughs> You need some sort of magical thing that allows you to change your spell at the last moment. I have a magical thing that allows me to change my spells with a 10-minute John. <laughs> so you just need 10 minutes, and I can swap prepared spells, but not in the middle of a combat. Well, just go jog with the Yellow King and then come You know, back. the thing is, I probably would have done it, actually. Like, after the other fight, I would have taken 10 minutes and been like, we know that we're only up against this guy. I should get rid of Kona Cold. But I just wasn't thinking at the time. But, like, that's totally the perfect time to use it. Um, it is now Suki's turn. Okay. Um, Suki is going to move. Uh, oh, come on, Suk. Suk! Save yourself, Suki. Suki! Roll 20 is just being so slow. Hold on. I'm moving myself over. Um, dude, dude, oh, God. It's so slow. Sorry. 30 Don't worry feet. about it. Uh, and then she is going to cast. Uh, so she's not directly behind Ethel. She's going to cast Hydraulic Torrent, which is a line spell. So nice. I'm just making sure nobody's in my way. Okay. Um, and Hydraulic you have torrent. to make a Fortitude save. A Fortitude save, you say? Let me yeah. get my old neon green. Uh, this is magic, so I get a little bone to that. Ooh, not a great roll, but he does have High Fort. That's going to be a 28. Okay, that passes. Um, so you'll take half damage, and you're not knocked. I was trying to knock you back five feet. Um, so if you failed, you would be knocked back. But okay. I'm going to roll that sweet dam. Hydraulic what is it? Uh, torrent. Hydraulic torrent. That's cool. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. I'm rolling the wrong dice. It's 8d6. I'm just going to do it on the computer. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Hmm, 86 bludgeoning down. Another bludgeoning. Very good. That's so good. good. That's so good. All right, so you're going to take 10. Only 10. Half of 20. Okay, hey. A little bit adds up. Ethel's uh, getting a little my, wet. That's my whole turn. That's a two action, action John. Did you just okay. say Ethel's getting a little wet? <laughs> Ethel, Ethel gets a little wet. That's Ethel a little wet. Oh, interesting. From the water. Huh. Ah. I really oh, thought how, you... oh, how the turntables. I guess Eris is out of the picture now because she's evil and bad, and maybe Suki's uh, stepping You know what they say, how the turntables. <laughs> so, <laughs> real quick, I just wanted to mention that I believe that even using a wand, you're still stupefied and probably have to roll a flat check, even with a wand. Really? So I rolled it, and I rolled a natural 16. But just, I forgot to do that for the record. Okay. That would have been very he's Joe. Good. He's invisible. Are you the only one stupefied? No, I'm stupefied as well. Okay. I thought you were being body. I forgot it was hydraulic push. Oh, yeah. My apologies. Um, all right. I mean, it I is was being a, a little body. A little body. You, you knew what you were doing. Suki, are you done? 
Yes, that's it. Okay. Uh, Yathkef takes a five foot step back, also known as a step. Uh, and you mean Arknar? I'm sorry, did I say Yathkef? Yes. <laughs> I'm so confused. You owe an apology to Yathkef's memory. Yathkef's memory. I'm sorry, Yathkef. So squish sound. And uh, remember, these things are like floating right above the ground. But before you email me, it's not fly. So take your hover checks. Shove them up your hydraulic torrent. Really? Yep. They just hover uh, automatically all the time? Don't worry about it. Uh, here's what he's going to do. He's going to cast a little spell on Eris. Give me a will save. Okay. All right. This is fine. You hear that sound echoing. I'm using my hero point because I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. That's, that's a good time to use a hero point. All right. 25. That's a fail. You cool, are cool, cool. dominated. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. oh, oh no. my god. So here we go. Where is that? Very in here? simply. But just a regular success. Just right? a regular, regular fail. Regular fail, yes. So you control the target, it gains the controlled condition, but it can attempt a will save at the end of each of its turns on a success, critical or otherwise. The spell ends. However, right now, he tells you. Return to the cells. Damn it. Oh, no. Damn it. No. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? Aldo's not going to have to worry about it. <laughs> She'll just be in prison for the rest of her life. <laughs> Good. Good. Yep. Uh, so you will need to use all of your actions to move in the direction of the cells. He points. He's pointing right towards the portcullis in the front door. But you do get a new save at the end of your turn. So get one save off. Uh, all right. And you'll, you'll live forever. Um, all right, so awesome. That was my Easier turn. Easier said than done, though. It's great having it every turn, but this thing's going to have a high DC. Yeah. That's that's tough, man. It's, it's tough. That's Thanks, the worst Joe. thing. No, I mean, Thanks. it happened when I was the bear. Remember, he made me go look for honey for an entire combat? <laughs> it's just so infuriating. <laughs> and you went for like half a round. Yeah, it actually that was That was, to be fair, two episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Um... All right. Well, oddly enough, it is Eris's turn. Eris, I imagine this feeling of like just wow, what is what a domination? What would that feel like in real life? Like you know, this is the wrong thing. Is it part of you? Is like why am I doing this? Or you're just like I need to go back to the cells. It must be like maybe also when you wake up with like sleep paralysis, where like you your brain's there but you can't move your body. But in yeah. this case, your body is moving. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. uh. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. I feel like so I scary. feel like you are semi aware. That's why you keep rolling that will save to like shake you know it what, off. Yeah. You know what I would say with only your body in charge and your mind not quite there, I would say you'd probably take a really stupid way back to the prison. Like kind of up and back over this way, you know, and sagging back. And then the where you started. Maybe he doesn't understand my appendages because I am a flesh warp. I I need a new group to play with. Poking <laughs> <laughs> holes. You try so, to like walk through the portcullis over and over again. Oh, you just, I like, this can't get, hmm. just like a and then just walk into the guardhouse. Be like, I can't seem to get past this. Sorry. All right, is we'll this the prison? Uh, all right, Aris. So I'm You're using a, my three I will actions. ping a door uh, for you here. This is the door. So I'm using my three actions each time to just move 25 feet. Yes, that's what he cool. would like Fact. you to do. Eris, no! Five, Wrong six, way! Don't 25. get closer! All right. Now, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 25. 
Or no, it, it, I have to use an action to open the door, right? Oh. Door's closed. Did you guys close it behind you? I think we, we didn't did. come out that way. We came we out did. the invisible you know what? wall. Percentile dive. 51 or higher. Wait, isn't it a portcullis? It's a portcullis. No, but there was a door on the interior of the portcullis. Let's see Put if it's closed. Uh, 51 or higher. Uh, I rolled a nine. That door is wide open. Whatever. Also, Yathcap just seemingly came out of that door. 25. And then you want me to go straight and then take a left down the hall? That's up to This is where you can have some fun. But yeah, you want to go uh, in the direction, if you see where I'm pinging, now that the hallway okay. has shifted, uh, you can Actually, go. Actually, I think, Troy, this is different than Charm in that, I mean, you really are, you're being controlled like a robot rather than you believe that you are the friend of whoever it was that cast the spell. So I would think it's really up to you, Troy. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll take the south passage. All right. 25, there I am. So deep I made it all the way into the hallway. Deep into the prison. Oh, and man. now I get to roll another will save. I'm like, no, no, this isn't where I want to go. I want to help my friends. I don't want to be in prison. That's a good point, Skid. Yeah, it's not charm. Yeah. Fail. Oh. oh. Okay. That's all right. Um, all right, so. What do you mean, that's all right? <laughs> it's not all right. This is a terrible situation. I definitely am going to die in here. <laughs> uh, not well, if Aldo has anything to say about it. Also, on the plus side, the prison is currently unstaffed, so as far as we know. So, it can't be that bad, right? Yeah, like, if you did wipe out everybody in there, uh, thank God you did. What if you left those moon hags? Um, then, yeah, she's not like she's going to walk into another fight. Um, but now it sort of forces your hand to either kill the moon beast or leave Aris to die. <laughs> yeah, which is probably what Aldo wants to do. Aldo, what's going through your head? Yeah, this is the thing. I was so kind of I didn't really process this at the end of the Asheville show I was just like oh wait that's the implication is that she is responsible for the death of my best friend so now it's like there's this at least a strong possibility that this is true because we don't really know her anyway and all the apart from her being allied to uh, sympathetic to our cause she's shown herself to be a uh, objectively evil person in a lot of different ways so this is surely this is a possibility, and I am, I'm, Aldo is really torn on how to feel right now. There's an immediate danger, so uh, he's just going to try to kill the saxophone player, as any of us would do in the situation. First, <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast. I'm going to use my amulet of the occult to cast guidance on myself. <laughs> And I'm going to move uh, to the east a little bit to give myself a little better angle. And then I'm going to attempt to hit it with my one of my, my last uh, bottle of lightning. Uh, there we go. Nice, uh, Aldo. Yeah, that's a 34 to hit. Oh, that'll do. All right. Man. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's 11 points of damage, and they are flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. All right, nice. that's huge. Nice. in there! Hugely helpful. Yeah, I mean, wow, what a difference. You have to. You have to make this thing flat-footed um, yeah. to even have a chance. All right, it's at that moment uh, that, uh, Atticus, you feel a, a brushing against your arm. The Yellow King's like, God's speed, plural. 
And he, he pushes says off. says plural? Godspeed, plural. <laughs> because there are many gods in this world. You've got to be non-denominational in this situation. You don't know. <laughs> Was Peace it Godspeed, out. comma, plural? Oh, My name is not plural. <laughs> it's Atticus. Get you out of here, you dirty Methodist. <laughs> there's a, there's a nasty divorce happening in the in the Methodist church right now. I don't know if you know. Is that. there? Yeah. A divorce between whomst? The two different sects in the United Methodist Church. They're de- disuniting, and I don't know the details. But Drama! Sounds well, messy. Yeah. I'm Sounds messy. To, I'm going to, I'm going to Google the details during this well, break. I'm, I'm taking sides. Who, who gets what friends? Who gets the Episcopalians? Uh, yeah. Who's going to get the, get the dog? Who gets Thomas? Who gets Paul? Hey everybody, Skids, uh, I'm interrupting your program here to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Dauntless Snacks. Our friend Jay over at Dauntless claims he was inspired by the Glass Cannons small business model to start his own snack company by gamers for gamers. Dauntless Snacks is a snack company dedicated to serving all gamers, streamers, dreamers, and creators out there. It is a delicious protein snack. When and where you need it, I can attest to this. It is delicious. 100% grass-fed beef stick without the greasy taste you get with other brands. And you know I'm a Colorado guy. Jay's a Colorado guy. 1% of 2023 website sales is being donated to Children's Hospital Colorado this year, which is also my charity. Just saying. And we've got new flavors coming. We've got honey barbecue, mango habanero, and teriyaki all set to launch Later this year. So big shout out to Jay over at Dauntless Snacks. Please support them the way that they are supporting us. We're back from the break. <laughs> and I Googled nothing. <laughs> I learned nothing. Uh, it's round two and it's Atticus's turn. Smooth combat so far. Everything's moving fast. Moving fast. Uh, Atticus is going to begin moving. Um... Away. Uh, oh. Just in case he can escape this alive. Um, and he's not saying it out loud, but he's just thinking, like, fall back, Aldo. Fall back. Um, just in case. Uh, Eris, he doesn't know what Eris is doing. He assumes she's under some kind of mind control. He doesn't know. He assumes the creature's doing it as, like, a... Um, it would be a great warden spell to have, wouldn't it? Like, escape prisoners just turn around and walk back. You know, like... Uh, so it makes sense, and he's just like, I have to save Aldo. He's going to see what that lightning did. It seemed to hurt it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn it. Well, he'll try to cast it. Oh, boy. Heightened. Oh, so no. he You do have a bottle cap. Yeah! Pulls in the chargey charge of all this uh, lightning energy. It starts crackling around them, and then he fires a line of lightning bolt uh, into the creature. Flat check. Natty 11, uh, and now I need a reflex save, which, uh, you know, is uh, my my uh, uh, DC is, is lowered because of the stupefied, so I'm terrified. It's a good roll. Uh, so it's, well, uh, it's over. 36. That is uh, critical success. Uh, Fucking Jesus. Okay. That's what the Methodist said. <laughs> <laughs> That's Methodist That's- talk. That's for them. Talk, and I won't have it at my table. Uh, good round. Ethel, you're up. Uh, I imagine you're processing this whole Eris situation as well. I mean, yes, but then 
Ethel has no relationship to Halster whatsoever. Like he doesn't. He's heard. He's heard them talk about him, and maybe he knew he was. I'm trying to remember if, if Halster was still in the cell when Ethel came aboard. But uh, I mean, Eris is a very confusing person in a lot of ways. Knowing that she was a prisoner in this in this moon moon jail, I mean, kind of fits. He doesn't judge her. He's not judging her. We'll find out. So you're saying no hard feelings. Um, <laughs> so you say uh, there's a chance. I'm, there's a chance. I, 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 I'm going to swing and hurt things. Um, <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Was it? You didn't know him. You didn't know him like I did. <laughs> uh, Ethel is going to uh, step uh, to get up against uh, the moon beast and take a double slice. Double slice, flat-footed. Uh, well, uh, the good news is, I think I rolled well. The bad news is there were no natural 20s in the scimitar. Uh, so that That's is really going to be news. a 32 on the Warhammer and a 33 on the scimitar. How uh, how the times have changed in this fight against the Moon Beast. Those are two hits. Oh, okay. yes. Unfortunately, Ooh. I can't flens because I had to take an action to step up. But that's going to be 13 points of damage on the... The Warhammer, that's bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. And then that'll be not a great roll. Uh, 10 points of damage from the Scimitar, that's slashing. 23 total. Um, smooth. Nice. It is now Suki's turn. Suki, what do you do? Suki. Your line of effect now has an ethyl in front of it. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh. You moved as well. Yeah. It's fine. Oh. Fine. <laughs> Uh, so she's going to fire off another spell. She's right. going to shoot uh, a little bit of searing light at you. There you go. Them apples. Say what? All right, was that a reflex save or will or fortitude? <laughs> you wish. That's a ranged spell attack, mon frere. Don't uh, raise your voice to me in front of the children. Mon frere. French. She's serious. Uh, what did you say? That's going to be a 33. That was a natural 17 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah! Okay. Nice. Amazing. Searing John. Sear. So that is going to be... You're not a fiend or undead, are you? That's rude and no. Okay. Rats. I'm a dream, motherfucker. Um, I'm a dream. (laughs) So that's 5d6 fire and then 5d6... What's my other one? Five, uh, good. 5d6 good damage. Good. Um, so that's is that... It, just making sure the good is... Uh, is that against... It probably only affects it if it is... Oh, if it is a fiend or undead. You're right. So yeah. it's just... Sorry. 5d6 uh, fire. fire. Yep. So that's going to be 22 points of fire damage Yo. for your little ass. That is juicy. And his oh, ass God. is probably so got a big huge. <laughs> For your, uh, sorry, for your bookshelf of an ass. Arknar's <laughs> <laughs> got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that uh, your turn, or do you have another action? I think for my second action, because that was only Fourth. two, or for my third action, I'm going third to uh, command Pepsi. Um, sarah, sarah. And Pepsi is going to slither. Uh, what is Pepsi's speed? Dirt, 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 20 feet, not a lot. Uh, but Pepsi is going to... feet, not a lot. That tiny little hair snake? <laughs> Pepsi is going <laughs> to slither uh, just closer up. Uh, actually, Pepsi's going to move twice. What am I saying? Uh, and is going to prepare next round to attack 
the moon beast. So they're up directly to the moon beast. Use two of its actions to move. It's excellent. It is the moon beast's turn. And the moon beast looks at Ethel and says, You, oh, you are strong. Perhaps I can rehabilitate you. And you can stand guard here at my prison. And it attacks you with lots and lots of face tentacles. First one just... Uh, that is going to be a 31 to hit. That hits? That hits. The first one hits for a certain amount of damage that I will be rolling right now. Uh, it hits <laughs> for 19 <laughs> points of slashing damage. Way to fill the dead air, Troy. Yeah, like, that was <laughs> real professional. Real professional. So the a certain amount of damage Whoa. that I will be rolling <laughs> right now. It's like uh, Pert Hapley from uh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was his name, the, the newscaster. Purred, uh, it's purred something. Yeah. Purred something. You heard with purred. You heard. A certain amount of damage that I'll be rolling right now. <laughs> uh, 19 points of regular, 3 points of mental damage. Uh, and Stings. also, give me a will save. Okay. Oh, wait, no. No, only on a crit. Um, all right, second attack, okay. also with the testicle. Uh, tentacle. <laughs> 24 to hit. That misses. Poop. Third attack with the... T- I'm going to go back to the well with the tentacle because if I hit you with two of them, good things happen. And I rolled right out of the box. I'm so excited. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 26. Miss. What a horrible, horrible turn. Um, hey, you did, you did 22 points of damage to me, and three of it was mental, which, as you know, really gives Ethel some, some long-lasting pit. I know, but I had a plus 20 to hit on the second attack, and still blew it. Um, Alright, so this is a great, great opening for you guys and it is, sadly, Eris's turn. Eris, give me 75 feet of movement deeper into oh, the prison. Hey. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Brutal. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> this One, is just two. thrilling. Oh, wait, let me thrilling scroll radio. on the map away from where you guys Describe are. Describe where you're over. walking. Kate. I'm walking down the hall. The long hallway of doom yes. to my demise. We opened up the, um, to the, the cells. We opened up like through the, the open rock door. Yeah, we really opened that easily. Up. Uh, so which cell would you like door. me to go in, Troy? You left the, the rock door perfect for you to keep sliding into the cells. Well, I guess uh, five, one, two, three. I can make it to rate this corner. So maybe next turn you get to pick a cell for me to go into if I'm still dominated. Give me that will Itch. save. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, ooh. Uh, 30? DC 30. <gasps> oh, oh, huge. I was just going to say, you need to, like, do something to, like, lower the DC of his, uh, John, and, uh, you made it with a 30. So you arrive in the prison, your body just pushing you through that shifting hallway now that it's moved to the south, and you see the cell. You can actually see that crazy woman up ahead, and she's just like, ah! Welcome back! <laughs> Screaming, and that wakes you out of it, and you now have control of your body and your mind. Oh, shit. I don't... Oh, God. My friends think that I hate them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she says to herself, and now... It is Aldo's turn. All right. Aldo, still torn, still reeling from this possibility that his new companion is responsible for this horrible act, uh, in addition to the other horrible acts he's seen her commit, uh, is going to uh, <laughs> the cast <child> guidance <laughs> on myself again. 
I am going to, if our virtual tabletop cooperates, make another movement to get uh, into the clear again. And I'm going to throw a blight bomb at the musician. Mm. That is a miss. Uh, that will be six points of splash damage. Okay, six splash. Is that okay? Oh, she's a guy that's moved bomb. Okay, uh, Aldo does six points, and then perhaps somewhere the Yellow King sprints away. Or maybe the Yellow King's got powers you don't even know about. Maybe he can fly. Maybe he can plane shift. Maybe he can just teleport over to there. You don't know because he's invisible. Round three, Atticus's turn. Um, yeah, uh, he's not convinced that the creature is that good. So, uh, because that was really close. It was only because he was stupefied that that was a critical fail. So he's going to go after it again, uh, casting a, uh, unfortunately, unheightened lightning bolt. But he's still got a line. Aldo and Suki have spread just enough that he's got a straight line. Right between them for another lightning bolt. So uh, first I'll do the flat check. And I got it with a natty 14. Then I need a reflex saving throw. Okay. I'll do my best, Joe. From you. Okay, how about a nat two, bro? Oh, what is the total on that, John? Uh, that is going to be. I get a bonus for magic. That is going to be a twenty-one total. <gasps> that is a straight-up fail, which nice. is awesome. And you know, and it's great to um, what you call it to. Uh, uh, I, is his reflex his lowest save? That's sort of like what I was assuming. Uh, maybe. Oh man, just give me the info. God's sake! I'll tell you at the bar after the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's he's again? Not bad. Not bad on the rolls. That's 27 points of electricity. Nice. Man, is this, team, is this team coming together over here? 27 <laughs> points of damage. Yeah. You know what this thing is capable of. Okay, 27 points of damage. <laughs> is that your turn? Um, ooh, he still has an action. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, he still has an action. He's just trying to. He's gonna. He's gonna fall back. He's gonna fall back. Fall back. Uh, yeah, he's gonna keep trying to sneak his way back in case he needs to make a run for it to the to the um to the guy to fall the dinosaur. Back. Fall back. Fall back to where you once belong. It is. Ethel's turn. Ethel, what are you going to do? I'm now flanking the moon beast. Okay. Huge. Huge. So now it's uh, doubly flat footed. Uh, or did its flat footed go no, away? The flat footed was, was gone at the beginning of my turn. So. Okay. And so. I fixed Pepsi's movement. Pepsi, I counted incorrectly on the map, and uh, Pepsi is now flanking with Ethel, just to be clear. Way to cheat. No. Actually, I was following the rules. You win this one. <laughs> <laughs> Troy really folded quick on that. <laughs> I rolled. Oh. On the scimitar. Natty 19. A natty 19. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, it's better oh than a natural God. one, man. It's a game All of right. inches. So, 37 <laughs> on the scimitar and a, and a uh, 26 on the warhammer. They Wait, say so. the distance between 19 and 20 is the longest inch. <laughs> That's right. It was just below the neck where you hit her. Uh, all right, short. so you said 37. 
Uh, on the scimitar. 37 on the scimitar. Okay, not a crit. Okay, um, and 26 on the Warhammer, which I'm assuming assuming is a miss. Uh, yeah, 26 is a miss. Uh, scimitar! Oh, but that's Ooh. the one that's going to take some resistance some, against slashing? Probably. Uh, so that'll be uh, 16 points of slashing damage. Okay, yes, and you do see that, like, it's thick, froggy hide. It just <laughs> doesn't get all the way through. Um, okay, and then I am going to... This guy's. This guy's gonna. Uh, okay, I'm gonna use um, an ability called Twin Parry. Ooh. So I'm gonna use my final action to give myself uh, a plus one to my a circumstance bonus, my AC. Okay. Twin Parry, get a little Cirque Bone to your act. And now it's Suki's turn. Suki, okay. you and Pepsi are up. Yes. Suki is going to first uh, take in a page from Atticus's book. She's also gonna cast. <laughs> Lightning bolt. Nice. Nice. You don't want to read that book. Uh, (laughs) So uh, you have to make a reflex save. Okay. First one was very high. Second one was very low. Let's see where this one falls. Right down Broad Street uh, in the middle. That is a 29 total. Ooh, right down Baker Street. A 29 is... (laughs) A 29 is a regular success. Um, All right, give me your. So you're gonna half that damage. Give half me your half damage, damage. And I'm adding an extra D12 because I heightened it to fourth level. So that's gonna be damn. It would have been dope if you failed. Forty points, so half twenty oh. points. Oh man, that would. So been I good. tested wow. mine, Sydney, and I would if I would have gotten it through, and I would that was mine was thirty-seven. So you uh, forty badass. Wow, badass. But twenty points is still not bad. Twenty that's points a lot. is that's fantastic. A big chunk. That's a huge um, chunk. So that's all my fourth level spells. And then uh, for her third action, she is going to, again, command Pepsi. And Pepsi is going to strike twice. This is awesome. To cast a spell that powerful and then get two attacks with an animal companion. Yeah. That's badass. I love my snake. And it's flat-footed to uh, snake. Uh, So that's going to be a... uh, God, you look I'm, like you're really struggling. I rolled bad. It's a 22. That's going to miss first one. Ooh. And then second one. Uh, man, Sydney, 27. Even miss. flat-footed, that's a miss. Very close, yep. though. Very, very close. All right. Pepsi is not that strong. but So Pepsi tries to bite you, but misses twice. Classic boa constrictor sounds. That's what I'm going to guess. AC 30. Yes. Yeah. That's my guess. So flat-footed... Oh, wait, flat-footed or regular? Flat-footed is 28. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Damn. my guess. Because I missed on a 29, hit on a 31. Yep. And you were close on the, with a 27, so... Rats. All right, that's my turn. <laughs> but Pepsi is still flanking with Ethel, so he is still flat-footed. Okay. This would have been a good time for uh, old-school Final Fantasy Tactics, the amazing class, The Calculator... You could literally, if you figured stuff yeah. out like that, you could literally cast and just only hit creatures with AC 30 on the battlefield. Like, for example. Yeah. Or like a multiple of three. Like yeah. creatures with an AC of a multiple cool. of three or something. Yeah, it and it would just like, on the, it would pick five different people, allies and enemies. It just like, yeah. bam, bam. And you're like, I'm willing to make the sacrifice. Bam, 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 bam. It was the coolest. I think they're jobs, right? They're called yeah, they're jobs, jobs in that game. Yeah. yeah, it was like one of the coolest jobs you could work your way towards. It was awesome. That's fun. Yeah. And what, you, a- and what you unlocked, like for each job, you would unlock special abilities to cast and stuff with that job all you unlocked was like mathematical uh 
multipliers and dividers to target. So like yeah. multiples of three, multiples of four, multiples of five. You know, uh, it was it was a re- it was huge. It was it was the biggest like game changer in the game. Was it awesome. was so cool. That's a weird blind spot for me. I've never played any Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. I regret it. They're good. Well, they were formative They're- games for me. I played them. I don't play them so much these days, but I played them all through my youth. Yeah. Um. Okay, it is uh, it is Arknar's turn, and Arknar is going to go back to the tentacle well because I think I'm I'm due for some better rolls. It's going to make all the difference if I can hit with two of these first tenty natural twenty. There she is. Yeah, you were due. You there were she due. Is. On who? Ethel or Pepsi? That was Pepsi. No, that's on Ethel. Um, oh, give it to Peps, John. All right. <laughs> this is going to be a named character, but so so many other things are going to happen. One could say a couple things are going to happen. Not me, but others might say that. Fans. Uh, you ready to rock on this? Yeah. Is God. it good? Is it good? All right. I'm itchy just Th- thinking about it. Dude, you should be. This one's about 19 sentences long. <laughs> this <laughs> one to have Michael edit these. God. Michael. This one, this one from Jimbo, the one-man power trip. In Marrero, Louisiana. Sounds like a cool dude. (laughs) It's titled, That Gawk Gawk John Thousand. (laughs) You land a strike on your target's stupid face like it's your job. In fact, it is your job, and you do that job really good. You pay the bills. You keep the cars clean. You keep presents under the tree year after year, no matter what else is going on. You're paying to keep the kids in a decent school instead of that post-pandemic germ factory across the parish. You deserve some damn appreciation. (laughs) Double damage. But before rolling, add one damage in recognition of all the people at the table, behind the scenes, live, or in the chat that says thank you and uses your name. Uh... So, oh man! So with you picking this, no one is going to say thank you. So you're just going to get double tap. If this was live, I can't even imagine how bad this could be. (laughs) Hundreds of thank yous coming. Yeah, I I love our listeners, but they can be a little um, bloodthirsty. They are. We. There's also there's a lot of projection in this crit. I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Something tells me that uh, Jimbo is paying for his kids to go to school. (laughs) (laughs) And keeps those cars clean. (laughs) All right. We're allowed so, to say thank you. We're allowed to say Jimbo. thank you to Jimbo, right? I'm not. I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't okay. risk it either. I won't say See? anything then. I won't right, say so anything. It ends up being all like one point shy of max damage. Fifty-two points of slashing damage. I mean, this is going to get ugly. Excuse me. Fifty-two Whoa. points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, I'm assuming, uh, and I could be wrong, that the, I don't double the mental max mental damage, which is six. Oh my so, god. So uh fifty-two plus six, fifty-eight points of damage. And because it was a crit, now I need you to roll a will save. Okay. Oh no, it turned on a dime. Natural four. Seventeen. Seventeen. So that's a critical failure oh, no. on the mind lash. Oh. Uh, oh my god. I did this happen last time? No, because you were dominated. Uh so you are stupefied two for one minute. I'm already stupefied two. So do I go up? I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like I just read this recently. And like when you have two of the same condition, uh, the higher one takes over, and like the uh, the so you instead now you're stupefied two for one minute because I think. Oh no, you're you were already stupefied two um, with no duration. So yeah. that trumps the new two stupefied. Um, 
Colin, uh, but I think that's correct. The, the worst one is the one that stays. However, because it was a critical failure, you're also doomed one. Oh, gosh. Which, oh, no. which carries okay. over uh, to the natural world. Okay. That was the first action. Yep. Second attack, 34 to hit. Yep. Okay. 34 to hit is going to be another... Uh, uh, 17 points of regular okay. of bludgeoning and 2 points of mental okay. and that immediately then rends uh-huh. auto rend for 18 points of bludgeoning okay. and another 6 mental oh my, <laughs> so, gosh. oh my god so this is what this thing's been waiting to unleash oh, no. so another 24 points total of damage uh, and then it has one more attack Oh, oh, on Pepsi, right? I know, this is too good. I jumped, I jumped. I have six uh, hit points left. And oh. it missed on the last attack with a 20. Oh. With a 22, oh, unless Doomed brought your... No. It's, oh, it's that's not. huge. You oh, have my. to hit it before you die permanently. God. Man, this Help is us. so, so razor thin. I thought you guys had it, but like it turns on a dime, uh, especially in 2 You crit and didn't and then didn't miss on the second one. So you know, uh, okay. Very, very brutal. Um... But there is some time, and luckily, Eris is back, everybody. Eris. <laughs> sure, oh, she's 150 feet away, but she's back. Um, run. She's back. God I'm just reading what this this does really quickly. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you immediately um, return to listen, the fight. Here's what's gonna happen. Um, I'm putting my familiar down on the ground. And then one action. And then I'm giving uh, Egg one of my really good healing potions that I still have. Another action. And then I'm commanding Egg to move. So Egg has two actions and can move 40 feet. So Egg, if you be so kind to give me a pawn for Egg. Yes. A I tiny pawn can move 80 feet as I would only be able to move 75 feet with three actions. Ah. Egg can move 80 feet with two since... It's an egg on the screen. <laughs> hey, no, I'll move my egg, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have to give you give control, control of the egg. <laughs> give her control of her Keep egg. your hands off that egg. Let me make That's it small. Yes, it's a, it's a tiny egg. Um, cool, 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 cool. I can't move it. You should be able to now. Okay. It's just an egg rolling. Egg. Run to Ethel. I'm sure he's ran up in front in combat and about to die without me there to help him. So Egg gets 80 feet closer. And that's my turn. In the hallway. That's a good turn. I don't know what uh, what Egg's got planned, but uh, hopefully they'll have a chance to do it. It is Aldo's turn. Perhaps the, the biggest of his life. Okay. Aldo is... Oh, I can't do that. Okay. All right, Aldo is just going. I think I gave myself guidance last time, and I shouldn't have been able to do that. So, uh, sorry about that. So, I'm just going to throw a. Mm, I'm going to throw a blight bomb at this thing. I guess it's flat-footed AC. Uh, Thirty-one to hit. Thirty-one is a hit. Okay. Awesome. awesome. All right. Uh, that is 12 points of, of, of damage. 
poison Card. damage. Sorry. Poison. And it also it has two d four persistent damage uh, of the it. poison variety. Uh, of the poison variety. Uh, light bomb. That is. Uh, let you know here in a second. Wait, you hit it with is... the light bomb last turn, and he and I don't think that. Uh, no, the light bomb missed. No, I, last I, I missed. Oh, I got missed. the splash damage. Splash. That's cool. When I think blight, for some reason, I always think undead, but it's blight poison. I have to yeah, always correct like, my brain. Yeah, it's it's like disease. It's it's Pestilence. volatile toxic chemicals that rot flesh. That's awesome. It does not give a type of poison damage. Uh, it just says poison damage. I like it. Yeah. Here it I don't think there's a type of poison in Tui. I think it's. I think poison is a type, like capital P poison. It's like a type I of think damage. So. That seems. Um, Correct. Okay, so that that's a hit that hurts it. Two D four persistent. Oh man, imagine if Athel can get it close, but doesn't knock it down. But the two D four, but then he still gets its turn. Ugly, nice. Ugly Johnson here, um, and he's and he's doomed. How many actions you got left? Uh, two. So now I'm going to attempt to throw. At, well, I'm going to throw to, to hit it with an acid flask. Oh. Uh, okay, that is a miss. That is six points, or no, five points of splash damage onto okay. it. And I'm just gonna go for a natural 20 with another acid flask. Might as well. Uh, that is, yeah, it's another miss. Uh, another five points of splash damage. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's worth it for you for sure if you're like, oh, I don't have to do that third action. Because five points of damage is, yeah. makes all I mean, the it difference. is a limited resource I'm kind of using here, but. Right. And it would be nice to hit things occasionally <laughs> right but yeah. um all right uh, i've got that persistent marked and now uh it would be the yellow king's turn wherever he may be now it's atticus's turn atticus i imagine you're, you're running back but you're watching the fight the whole time and you see ethel get rocked yeah i mean it's getting down to the wire here but it seems like the beast is is getting close, right? I mean, he, yeah, he doesn't like, seem unfazed. <laughs> yeah, he's got burn marks all over him. Uh, I think he was. I think Atticus was inspired by Suki's uh, lightning bolt as well. Just like, bam! Like, perhaps we can do this um, and save Eris after all. He's going to do it again. So uh, another lightning bolt. Bam! There you go. Yes. Lightning bolt. Okay. Let's oh, see wait. what flat check. Oh, natural nine made it though, and uh, so it's a reflex save. Okay, uh, bad, bad roll. <sighs> oh, uh, all right. So I get the bonus. Uh, twenty-four. Yes. DC twenty-five. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, no. Nice. That's huge potentially. Oh. Fucking amazing roll. Ooh. 29. Yes. I got a 12 in one of those. 29 nice. points of damage. Electricity. Lightning. 29 points of electricity damage. <laughs> and it's just, oh it's my kind god, of, a 10 and a 12. And then a 3 to 4, but a 10 and a 12. It's nice. kind of Mortal Kombat wavering now at this point. Yeah. Uh, Come on, guys. Ethel, finish him. Ethel, just blood gushing out of your face, your ears from the mind lash and the sorry, mental sorry, damage. Sorry. I still have an action left. Oh. This really seems to be turning. Just right. in case every single point matters, he's going to fire off a magic missile. Yes. There you go. Yes, a yes. level one magic missile for three points of damage, force damage. 
and he dies. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Hell yeah. Oh, oh wait, 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 flat check. Flat check. Oh, oh no. Check. I swear flat to check. god. Oh come on. I failed it. No. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, but I have a hero point. I have a bottle cap. I'm Do gonna it. spend it. Got to. It. Got to. Natty fourteen. Ah. <laughs> a so roller coaster bright. of emotions on this magic missile. Wow. My heart. My God. And Ethel takes his scimitar and beheads the saxophone. Yes. (laughs) It takes somewhere between one and 20 rolls, but you get it. (laughs) The scimitar is forceful. Egg runs up to you with an elixir of moderate life. What what is it? Elixir of life moderate. He's like, here, this is for you. 5d6 plus 12. Amazing. Wow. I just Five. love that image, too, that Eris is in there just and knowing. Eris, like, just knowing that Ethel's a mess outside. Eris comes up shortly after and just kind of stands off oh. away from you guys. I don't know if I should approach. Oh, right. We, we must Come back, Egg. We should get to the Yellow King, yes? Yes, we must run now. Aldo, he's, he's getting to back to the dinosaur. Let's go. Aldo stomps up to Eris. It's just like, did you do it? Is it true? Do what? Did you kill him? in the jail? Kill who? You know who I'm talking about. I truly don't know. My best friend. My best friend. Don't you prevaricate to me. You think I killed him? There's a lot of evidence to suggest it. And not really. Just this. Fleshy Were you above it because man. he wasn't a child? What? You couldn't eat him? <laughs> I honestly don't. I don't know what he was talking about. I've never been in this prison before. Ethel's going to step between Eris and Aldo. Oh, boy. I think a lot tensions are r- riding high. And uh, the, the, the moon beast guy said a lot of things. Uh, some of them very alarming. I admit but also, I would love to not be on this moon. Can we right. agree to go find your yellow guy and maybe go home? Yes, yes. All right. Message receipt. You shan't stand about arguing like a bunch of Methodists. So listen to, <laughs> to hear this now. This is not over. I'm going to get to the truth of this. And if I find out that you are the one responsible, there'll be hell to pay. And he turns around and stalks <gasps> over. To- what if she made a deal like that was the deal she made to get out a life for a life yeah if you remember when you died in Sarnath and appeared back on the boat Eris was with you in the prison where Halster was but instead of uh, the prison the brig there was like pieces of uh, ground and like half of a tree I think some sort of wasteland and yet here in the prison, it seems like the boat and uh, perhaps Alster's remains got pulled into here. So something happened in that moment in time. And now I imagine we just, we like crane shot. We see all of you like running along the surface of the moon in the distance. And you see the Yellow King up ahead appears uh, out of invisibility. How long does it last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. But it takes... You know, Running, uh, it's a mile. So ten like, minute mile. Yeah. Ten minute mile, dude. And, yeah. and he <laughs> looks, looks behind you and, uh, and and sees. It's like, come, 
come and you all board uh, the Shantak and the Shantak lifts its head up face full of veggie lasagna <laughs> how was it <laughs> I can't remember her voice it was That's delicious it. Doing it. and starts uh, if you recall we had uh, at least one 10 hour rest and then another 24 hour rest That's a hell of a lasagna <laughs> It I mean, was that impossible. Thing, it was leftovers impossible. for days. <laughs> it was impossible. impossible. That's like a, that's like a catering serving. <laughs> <laughs> a buffet table of lasagna. Shantak starts flapping its wings as all of you uh, crowd into the howdah. You know you have a long journey ahead of you, but Sybil uh, lifts off the ground and starts taking off and like curls around. And as she curls around, you look down and you just see this prison you've now been in as far as you know every single room of that prison a whole world that has now been completely changed there is no warden anymore they're all dead but the yellow king is free and you make your way back and we will see you in Los Angeles. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, baby. Dude, this is it. Wow. This is like, this, this, is, this is it. This is Hollywood, here we come. Yeah. Hollywood, here we come. And this is Hollywood, Yellow King. Yellow King. Yellow King. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.